Sci-Fi for Me presents Jason Hunt and Timothy Harvey. This is the H2O Podcast. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to uh, to this. I'm trying to hit this there. This I'm going to move this a little bit like that. There. All right. Welcome, folks, to this. Uh, I, I guess we could call it a special edition of the H2O podcast because it's on a strange night. It's on our original night, Thursday yeah. night, uh, and uh, we we have been in a mad scramble on everything that we've had to do recovering out of out of planet comic-con and now we're getting ready uh we're going to some of us are going to wizard world st louis on saturday and then next week on wednesday we're leaving for chicago to go to star wars celebration we're very excited about that (laughs) just a little bit um but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, we made a lot of good connections out of Planet Comic Con. One of those being uh, being Spectrum, the the Spectrum Art people. Um, so we are going to get into that uh, tonight. Um, Tim Harvey, how are you, sir? Well, um, I I'm, I would ordinarily be out there with Jason uh, tonight, um, but I've been running a fever all day long. I seem to be fighting something off. Um, it's sinus time and. I don't know. Maybe I got a sinus infection or something. But in 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 you know, the last thing Jason needs right now is to get uh, get sick. <laughs> yeah, so really, if I do have kidding. Some... Uh, yeah. yeah. So far, uh, so far we have managed to avoid the con crud. I'm going to knock on wood yeah. here. <laughs> um, and every everybody... because I, I didn't I did not get to go to Planet Comic Con this year because I was on a film set. Right. So it was he and I heard I I read what I heard on the radio today. Um, that a lot of people, because the weather is changing in spring and whatever, yeah. and you know, mm-hmm. we've had some rain and whatnot, and uh, people are thinking they've got allergies. And the medical people are sitting there going, no, there are a lot of these people who think they have allergies when they actually have the cold or a f- or flu. Yeah. So hopefully that's not the case in your case. Um, well, I, you know. Because there's too much to do. I know. <laughs> you know. Especially this month. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say. I can't say yet. Soon. 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 Sunday. Soon. Sunday. 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 Um, Soon. Yes. So those those of you who are who are wondering, we have been putting out some very cryptic messages over on uh, social media. On Sunday the seventh, we are going to be uh, posting uh, over on the dot com the first bit, the first announcement of uh of things what we've got going for april not just our event coverage but also some special something that we are just right. can't wait to share this thing is turning i tell you this thing is turning into <laughs> this thing is turning into something really 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 cool and um you know the the people that we've been able to talk to the the interviews that we've done so far for this thing um some names you'll recognize some names maybe not so much but uh it's it's all of a piece and i think uh you know we've we've got the blessing from the powers that be to to go ahead and move forward with this so that's that's exciting that's very gratifying and then of yes, course right, yes. right in the middle of all of this is star wars celebration I'm like okay cool um, <laughs> and we've got we've got business cards um, where see i'm going to step off camera here for a second we got cards now that he's away and it's just you and me well, <laughs> cards Crunches, so he's back. Be quiet. So we could, uh, so we could pass these out at uh, uh-huh. at the celebration. And uh, I don't think you. Well, you haven't seen them yet. I have not. So on the back here, let's see if I can put that on the back. There's our, there's our nice new nifty spiffy. Everything's backwards. That way, that way. There, there's our logo. All of our social mm-hmm. media, 
Yep. And then on the front, since we're going to Star Wars Celebration, Salacious Crumbs. Excellent. Yes. It's uh, where. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, don't know how, great, I don't know how Busby does it when he's doing the weather because it's all practice, you know, right? Practice, yeah. practice, practice. So, so yeah, we, we, got a, we got a bunch of these printed and we're going to hand them out willy nilly to everybody that we can see um, to, to give people an idea about our show. And I have some uh, I have some phone calls into some people uh, to try to make some arrangements for a, a special something Monday night, which is the fifteenth. It's the last night of, of celebration. We do have some interviews that we're lining up. We've got uh, we've got our names in for the panel lotteries because they mm-hmm. do they do the whole lottery thing. Um, so we're looking forward to that, see what we, what we can see there. But, um, Monday night, I, I really shouldn't say anything cause I don't want to jinx it, but I'll just say this Monday night, there is, uh, an event, a, a, a sports ball event mm-hmm. that's taking place at the same time that Star Wars celebration is wrapping up. Mm-hmm. And they happen to be a little connected that night, just simply because of the 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 timing of it. So I've got some phone calls in. We're gonna we're gonna see what we can see. I can't. I don't want to say anything because if it falls through, I don't want to overpromise. Right, right, right. Of course, of course. Um, but everything everything that we've got that's just sitting there that I can't tell you. Fourteen-year-old me is just going. Oh, I can't believe it! Very excited. (laughs) And not fourteen-year-old you is also very excited. Uh, You know, if I had told, if I could go back and tell fourteen-year-old me that we would be doing this now, I'd never believe it. Right? No, 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 no. I, you know, like yeah, right, whatever. Um, but. yeah, it's 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 a bizarre thing. It's a very 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 strange <laughs> bizarre thing. Um, we are gonna we are gonna talk. Uh, we're hoping to talk to Dan Madsen, uh, who organized the very first Star Wars celebration, and mm-hmm. he was the, he was the original publisher for the Star Wars Insider magazine, uh, back when it was the Lucasfilm Star Wars fan club. Uh, mm. publication before it became right, this a big right. thing now it's over at titan magazines but um well I, he's been he's been working some publicity stuff with her universe which is ashley's fashion line right um, <laughs> and he's still very very much involved in fandom um so we've got that there's a possibility we'll talk to you know we get a chance to talk to tom kane uh, right. when he's out there because he's going to be out there with his family and and we're looking forward to that i I, there's not a lot of other things that I that I know we're going to be doing, you right? Because a lot of it just depends on, you know, where we get in as far as panels and and stuff. So, but that's not what we're going to talk about tonight. No, no. Tonight we'll talk about something else. But first, we got to get this out of the way, pay the bills a little bit. This hour is brought to you in part by superherostuff.com where you can get 10% off your order when you enter the code sci-fi for me 10 when you go to checkout. Uh, you can get all sorts of stuff at a reduced price. Okay, so <clears throat> last weekend, not only did we have Planet, Com- uh, Planet Comic Con that we were at, but we also made the attempt to live stream the Spectrum 26 awards. And this is something, and again, it seems like it seems like we always seem to be the ones that sitting there going, "Hey, let's try this," and everybody goes, "You want to do what now?" Yeah, and it's never been fun. I I don't know how many times I've said it's never been done before. Let's do this. Let's do the thing, and it didn't go quite as well as it could have. Um, for the technology. We ran into the limits of the current technology we have on hand versus what we want to do. Yeah, and and there's and that happens. Well, and there's part of me that wonders 
because we've we, we've talked about it since our okay so so we reached out to the spectrum people a couple of weeks ago or a couple of weeks before the event and said you know we'd we'd like to come in we'd like to live stream they're like you want to uh huh what i was like well yeah you know we'll just come in with cameras and a laptop and we'll stream the thing and they're like um okay and it was about a week before everything was happening so it laid on really quick yeah and so we're emailing back and forth and with various different people and saying, okay, here's what we need. Here's what we're going to do. And this is the arrangement and where we're going to be and what what do we need to have from you and all of this. And so we get to the Folly Theater and we're backstage. We got the camera out front and we run the cable back. And we've got the laptop. And we've got the audio and everything. Everything's set up the way it's supposed to. And, and we set it up pretty much the same way we did when we did the, 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 the third Thursday out of the Nelson Atkins. Right. And we're connected to Google Fiber. And I'm thinking, okay, Google Fiber. We shouldn't have any problem getting a signal out. And then... Yeah. <laughs> and then... We were okay for about 20 or 25 minutes. And if and if you go in into our channel, you can see there's three or four different streams... Mm -hmm. from the various different times where the signal collapsed on us. And at one point, we ended up having to just completely reboot the laptop. Um, but I kept getting it. We kept getting an, a, an error signal that there was something overlay that we use. Uh, we use a software called OBS, Open Broadcast Studio. And I got a little paying a little warning on the bottom saying you know this is signal overload you know change your change your camera settings I'm like, what why i've never had to do this before what is it where is this coming from and the only thing that we can figure happened i have a theory the, the thing that i think what happened is the camera we were using as our main podium camera mm -hmm was different from the one that we normally use. Normally I've got one in here. It's a it's a Panasonic camera, but it's not an HD camera. It's a very it's it's an older model Panasonic prosumer. It's the for those of you who are not familiar, here's a little inside baseball. You have your consumer grade handycam camcorder type cameras, video cameras. And then you have the big professional thirty and fifty and seventy hundred thousand dollar cameras, which are the really big ones. They have the fifty dollar lens, you know, fifty thousand dollar lens on the front. And then you have the prosumer, which is sort of the middle of the road. They're not totally on the spectrum of of professional grade, so they're not, you know tens of thousands of dollars they're right there in the middle but they're not cheap and they do pr do pretty well with a signal now this particular one uh i've had since uh, 2006 2007 something like that and it does pretty well i shot a feature film on it so it it does really well in low light and all that. it's a great camera um I, i'm really big on panasonic by by the way panasonic call us We've got sponsorships <laughs> open, um, but it's it's a good camera. But but we have the problem with this camera being that it can only right now only run on batteries because, as old as it is, um, some pieces don't work as well as they should. So the 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 that AC plugging it, yeah, story of my life. I mean, <laughs> I got my knees and my ankles, and um, <clears throat> but that's a different conversation. Right, yeah. But the the cable that goes from the the wall outlet box to mm -hmm. the camera doesn't work anymore. And so you can only run on 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 batteries. And I knew that there was a risk that if we had a camera that was just on batteries only the battery would die right in the middle of the stream and who wants that, right? Right, right. Exactly. So I I borrowed another camera and I thought, Oh wow, this is a spiffy wow, this is a full H D camera, this is gonna look great. What I think happened is that the signal, the amount of data coming from that camera through the cable, through the software into the laptop, might have been too much data, too much information, too much ones and zeros. And I got to the software, the software went, 
that's really a lot of stuff. And it was coming through this really tiny pipeline all the way down. And I think that's what choked the software to the point where, yes, we had Google Fiber going, you know, t carrying our signal, but it got choked at the laptop and couldn't, the signal, there wasn't any signal going out. Yeah. But, you know, figuring this out in the middle of the show when you're freaking out because you're not streaming the show like you promised the people at the show and you know that's that's not when you figure that out it, it took me right. it took me the next day after i had slept a little bit and calmed down a little bit and was like why is this not working but we had a conversation with the spectrum people on sunday and they're they're ready to go again they're 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 interested in doing this next year if if we can make it all work so you know that's that's good and we've made a good connection uh with those people and uh uh, Flesk Publications and mm -hmm. the Spectrum Art folks. And this was the 26th year of this. The, when, what this is, the winners, the, the, the second place and the first place winners. It's an art award show. So fantasy art, concept art, comic book art, editorial stuff. That's the eighth volume, which you got, what? That was I got new. a long time ago. This was 2000 and, 2001? I think, yeah, 2001. Um, I actually, by the way, I've actually submitted to Spectrum. Have you? I have. Did not get in. <laughs> but, but I'll tell you what, I, I, I did because uh, this, um, if you look if you look very, very closely here, you can see a Borders books sticker <laughs> on there. I, when I was, um, when I moved back to Wichita mm. um, in 1995, um, by fall of that year, I'd been hired by Borders, and I worked for Borders for 10 years. Yeah. And this is the only one of these that I can find currently. Um, I have boxes of books in my closet that have never been unpacked, uh, and I'm pretty sure they're in there. But I have like five or six of the Spectrum annuals um, coming from... I think Spectrum 8 was the first one that I got. I may have gotten Spectrum 7. But uh, probably 2003, 2004, I submitted right. some illustration work um, and did not get it. But for... Um, you actually have a lot of visual material from the Spectrum show that they gave you for the stream. Some yeah. really gorgeous uh, images from this year's artists. But again, it, of course, it's really hard to see in a book like this, but there's some beautiful, beautiful work in here. So ama an amazing range of different types of art, sculpture, comic book, editorial art, but it's all got a fantastic, it's fantasy or science fiction or, or fantastic art in some way or another. Right. Beautiful collection of work um, from artists you have heard of, from artists you have never heard of, from artists who you never heard of then, but are famous now. Um, and we saw this a lot during the actual show, a lot of discussion of the fact that while a lot of this art gets out into the world in various forms, especially through films, yeah. um, the artists who create the work often don't get any recognition. Yeah, that was that was a conversation that I had with one of the one of the people that was helping us uh, get all of this organized. Jeff was telling me that especially the concept artists, mm -hmm. because, OK, if you're doing because one of the categories is comic book art, uh, you know, the sequential art that's on the pages and whatnot. And and, you know, we have the the, the Eisner Awards that are passed out at San Diego for that. And you have the Hugos. There's a comic book category for the Hugos. And so there are other places for that kind of art to be recognized. And for advertising, you have the Addies and you have the Clio and you know the various different things. But for concept art, yeah, there's really not any place where these guys get recognized. And you know, in, like he was telling me, you you get a movie that wins an Oscar 
they're not going to thank the concept artist. They're talking to you know the producers and the family and the actors and the writers and whatever. The concept artists don't get any kind of uh, real recognition from this. And so the Spectrum Awards are pretty much the only place where they can get any kind of, of sense of uh, recognition from their peers because it's a juried award. It's mm -hmm. you know there are judges and you submit and they they have all of these different things and you know, all of these different criteria that they use to judge the awards and they narrow it down. And um, they were saying you know the the concept art. This this is where we get the award and that's it. There isn't anything else. So I think it's really nice because when we were growing up, speaking of our fourteen year old selves. Mm -hmm. One of the places where you could find features about concept art was in the pages of magazines like Fangoria and Cinefantastique and Starlog and, you know, Film Facts and, and all right. those other places. And the concept art, for, for those of you who, who might be aware, kind of maybe have heard of it, in the early stages of production of films <clears> – <throat> A lot of times, especially with the the science fiction stuff or the fantasy, because you have to create these worlds, um, the concept art is basically what's, what helps to sell these projects. And so this is what it could look like. You start doing costume designs. You start doing set designs and environments. And you create these these sketches and renderings and, and art of what certain scenes from the movie could look like. Um, Probably the most famous concept artist that anybody might have heard of is Ralph McQuarrie. Right. And, you know, you look at some of the early concept art of Star Wars that everybody is familiar with, but it might not necessarily match what we saw in the film. And it doesn't always go that way. It's, you know, right. here's, here's a sketch, and the sketch evolves into a design that everybody is good with. And then you have to worry about fabrication and how, does, and, you know, how do we make it and and one one thing you have to realize one thing you have to realize about these concept artists is that a lot of times their work is what sells the project to the people who have the money. Yes, <clears throat> yes and that's a very that's a very big big part of that. <clears throat> when you look at when you consider what some a lot of science fiction films, of course, have huge huge budgets, or they have not terribly huge budgets that have to be spent in just the right way. Yeah, and or you're you know or you've got. You have to have finishing funds. They're all different. There's all different kinds of reasons you need to have mon the money. But if you go to pitch your idea, you know, your crazy idea about, uh, you know, people fighting with energy swords and, and giant, you know, uh, fuzzy things that roar and never have a single line of dialogue or, you know, um, you know, selling that to a studio requires a little bit of work. It does. And taking that piece of concept art in to show them, um, you know, what the villain of the piece is going to look like or what the spaceship is going to look like. Um, and some of that stuff has some serious legs on it. You look at some of the, the concept art that was developed for uh, Star Trek Phase 2. That turned into yes. Star Trek the motion picture. And some of that concept art has turned into ships that are on Star Trek Discovery. And that's that's a, a lot of that work was done by Andrew Probert. Yep. So I mean, this stuff this stuff has long-reaching uh, uh, impact on what fans see. Well, and for... not only that, but Macquarie's a lot of Macquarie's designs started showing up in in uh, in Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. You know, some of the early stuff is like you know it's it starts to evolve. Well, okay, well let's devolve a little bit because Rebels takes place before right Star Wars. Um, so that's, that's one of those things where, you know, one thing begets another thing, begets another thing, mm -hmm. and it comes full circle back around to, to where you were at the beginning. Yeah. So there, there's a, there's a huge, a huge debt that fans actually owe to concept artists, whether you realize it or not. Um, because a lot of them have basically produced the iconic images, um, or, or started the process to produce you know, Darth Vader wouldn't look like Darth Vader if there hadn't been an original concept. Right. That had been illustrated so well um, that it turned into, you know, that iconic image. So these these guys are these guys are really, really talented and amazing people who don't get a lot of recognition. 
Yeah, they they don't, and and maybe that's something we should we should do something about, um, because sure. you know we have we have this platform, mm-hmm. and you know we can talk to people, we can interview people, we can also you know we can do articles, and we can we can feature and highlight the the work. So I think mm-hmm. I think maybe you know, and since you've got a background in art and graphic design. Uh, we can start making that kind of a regular thing where, you know, maybe we can talk to these concept artists and get oh, some skills. Yeah, that'd be nice. Things. That'd be nice because it really is something that I think, I think a lot of fans would be interested in um, the, I live in a busy street, the PlayStation down the street. <laughs> it's sometimes fun. Uh, a, a lot of fans I think are interested in where the ideas come from and how things develop. Yeah, uh, especially especially with when you have something as rich as like the Star Wars or Star Trek universes, where you can actually go back in time and play with a with a design earlier and do interesting things. Where it's like, aha, I get to use this cool thing, which was you know the 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 original idea turned into something else. But here we can go back and play with a thing, you know. Yes. Um, but I think I think one of the nice things about Spectrum in general is that while say a comic book artist, comic book artists have a platform that has their name attached to it on a regular basis. You know, the art by so-and-so, you know, Spider-Man drawn by, you know, Captain America drawn by, right. you know, uh, Superman, Batman, whatever. There's a name, and a lot of comic book artists have become, to some degree, fairly well-known within the community. It can become a big deal when John Cassidy illustrates your book. Um, or, you know... Um, you know, there's just oh god, there's a bazillion artists who you know you get excited about when you hear that they're going to do it. There's right. there's writers that way in comics too. But a lot of the Spectrum art is stuff that has never been published anywhere. Um, stuff that's been published for advertising, right purposes, and or just illustrate an article, and you can find the artist's name down in the corner, tiny tiny little thing there. Which you've, you're reading the article, you may not, you may think, oh, that's a cool illustration, but then how long do you remember the artist in there? Um, so, so, it's a really a fantastic uh, opportunity to to show off the work, but also to sit there and say, and this is the artist who did it, right? And and that that's the editorial category for for those of mm-hmm. you who are keeping track at home. Basically, if you're looking at um, something like popular mechanics mm-hmm. or motor trend or you know some something um, uh, you know National Geographic or Omni magazine because Omni's back uh, anything that is an artist's rendering of something where it's you know here's what, uh, Tallahassee three one five could look like in the Beetlejuice system, or you know whatever. This is this is a planet with methane gas for the atmosphere. All of that stuff. Um, when we when we got early early sketches and concept art of what Mars could look like if we if we start colonizing Mars, all of that counts in in the editorial category. Um, then you have the industrial category, the the you know um, sketches of you know product art where mm-hmm. you know hey we're we're selling this backpack and here's this really cool sketch of the backpack and, you know those those kind of things so all of those different things get uh, get looked at in the stuff and they even have an unpublished category this oh, yeah. stuff this stuff never got published but I think it's good and I'm going to submit it in I I thought it's, I it's, thought some of that stuff was really good too oh it, and it's their largest category because it, this is this is open to everyone this is not a this is not an industry only uh, competition. It's open to any artist. Yeah. And periodically, you'll you'll see someone get up on that stage and win an award. Who's you know there was, there was and I can't remember her name, but there was a lady who got up on stage and she was just shell shocked because she was still in college. <laughs> oh yeah. She's like yeah, I remember like, who you're talking about. She's, she's like, thank you. She didn't didn't even know what to say. I mean, she didn't have anything prepared at all. She, I, she clearly was not expecting to win. No, no, but but the the piece that that was up was was very. I mean, it was a a beautiful piece of work. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that I think really is, um, 
you look at you, okay a lot of competitions have very very specific rules and there's good there's good reasons for having those rules and and a lot of times you, what you want to do is you want to narrow down the entries yeah. for for very good reasons okay i mean um you know tv awards are for tv shows in each category da, 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 movie awards same thing book awards um and yes, there's the the gatekeeper aspect of fantastic art, but within that, it's this wide. I mean, it's gigantic because yeah. it's open to everybody. And the people who got up on stage uh, and who win every year, um, you know, yes, some of them are very much professionals in their field or folks who have established names, but a lot of them are people who you've never heard of. And then, whether they win an award or not they end up in a book, a really slickly designed, put-together book. Yeah. That, I mean, we're looking at, I mean... That's what, 150, 200 pages in there? Um, there are... With with index and contact information for the artists, by the way, in case you want to sit there and get... Uh, hire like, them. I want yeah. to hire them. Uh, 172 pages of this particular one. Um, so yeah, I mean you're you're looking at full page, quarter page, you know, um, you know, there's a blast from the past, um, swamp thing from early two thousands. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, and that's that's Phil Hale, who by the way is a, is a, a very very uh, well respected comic book artist. Uh, well, and didn't so, you didn't you go out? You went out one year. I'm going to need to dig this up because I think if we go back into the archive, didn't you interview Ben Templesmith at a Spectrum event? I did. I did. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, that's yeah, they had a, I was thinking we Spectrum before. But. Yeah, Spectrum Live um, is a uh, basically it's the art version of a comic book convention. Mm -hmm. And so you can come in and find artists in their booths and you can find you know, a wide range of, of just any kind of art in the fantastic fields. Um, yeah, I'd interviewed Ben Templesmith, and it was very funny. He's a very funny guy. <laughs> we'll have uh, to, uh, I'm, I'm going to make a note. We'll link to that. Let me get. And for those of you who don't know who Ben Tem Templesmith is, uh, he's the artist of 30 Days of Night, the writer of 30 Days of Night. Um, I believe he wrote it, or he co-wrote it. But he certainly, uh, he does he does some really, really, dynamic and often very very disturbing uh he's a big, big horror fan does a lot of a lot of horror art and, um, and speaking of disturbing when you do look at that video do not let yourself be disturbed by the fact that tim doesn't have silver hair in that interview I, there's probably a lot of silver hair still in that interview, though. No, actually, there's not. Yeah, because I, I look at some of the, some of the old stuff uh, the other day, and I'm like, God, <laughs> we look young. Um, and speaking of speaking of competition and narrowing things down, uh, we will. Uh, for those of you who are watching live, um, we will find out tomorrow, on the fifth of of April if we made it into the top 100 finalists for the FedEx Small Business Grant Competition. Um, I, I don't know if we'll get in, but you know, those of you who voted in the voting period, thank you very much for your support. And uh, if you're looking for a way that you can support us, um, because you know all of this, you know, we talk about equipment and, and what we have versus what we'd like, uh, we have set up a subscribe star account uh, where it's kind of like Patreon where, you know, you can pledge uh, a, a monthly amount right now. We've got it set for just $5 a month. Uh, you can, you can have that come off of your, you know, debit card or credit card or whatnot. And what that's going to do is help us uh, offset some of our expenses for things like, you know, camera equipment, cables, microphones, computer gears, hard drives, um, you know, memory, Traveling. memory cards. Maybe. Travel, traveling, you know. lodging. Yeah, I mean, we've, we're having conversations with some people as far as like sponsorships go and whatnot. But until that uh, comes to fruition, you know, it, we, all of this is coming out of our own pockets. So, you know, it, it, where, where things are available for us to, you know, to get help from other people, we're going to try to avail ourselves of that. Sure. And, um, and, you know, it's five bucks. It's, it's, 
That's that's less than a pack of cigarettes. It's less than a cup of coffee. It's less than a cup of coffee less from than about a cup of coffee in some places. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so there is that. And now um, we're still we're still working on what you get out of all of that because you need to have something. But right now we have a private Facebook group for our subscribe star patrons. Uh, and that's gonna that's gonna give us a place where we can drop some you know behind the scenes stuff, um, some unique little features or maybe some know, advanced news about cool things that happen that we can't tell anybody about. Yeah, that stuff like that. You know, maybe mm. we'll preview some artwork. Say, hey, here's some stuff that we're looking at, or we'll do right. we'll, you know drop a link to a video early, so you get some advance notice. Um, not only that, but we also do. We often get advanced screenings or or advanced reading copies or advanced uh, audiobooks. Yeah. Um, we're trying right now to see if we can get our hands on an advanced copy of a certain fairly influential series of not con- well, I'd, I'd say loosely connected books. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a series of books, but actually uh, something by a, a singular author. Um, that has an amazing voice cast. And if we can get our hands on the advanced listening copy. Yes, that'll be fun. That'll, that'll be, be, it'll be a lot and, of fun. You know, and the other thing, the other thing too is, you know, it helps us pay for, you know, business cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, because that, you know, it, it's, it's a reasonable fee, but it's not cheap. And of course, we've got to update all of our t shirts because the logo has changed. Yeah. So, you know, there, it's, it's little things, but the little things add up. And uh, and so you know while I, while I remain hopeful uh, about the FedEx thing, I'm not gonna you know you, 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 don't, count you don't put it, all it, your it, eggs in one basket as it were. No, no. So so there we are. Um. So next week, Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. See, and that's the kind of thing where you know if you're in that private Facebook group, we go live on some video at and say hey here we are and we're talking to x and so person and you guys get to see it first or you know maybe we'll post you know uh, some photographs or some news some announcements some different things that (laughs) might or might not happen um uh, and of course, this Saturday we're going to be in St. Louis for Wizard World. Uh, we've got celebration after that, and then after that, Fan X in Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, that's a 19-hour drive. That's that's a lot of gas. Yeah. <laughs> and and then we got to figure out where we're going to stay, if we can take the time off from work. You know, it's all of these different things. I would love for this to become our thing. And we don't necessarily oh, yeah. have the day jobs anymore. This becomes the day job. This becomes the thing that we're doing. Because I, I the stuff that I've been working on that we can't tell you about has has occupied quite a bit of my time this week and last because, you know, it, especially in the case where you're doing interviews with people um, and especially when the 15 minute interview turns into an hour and a half interview. Right. There's a lot of stuff because you got to transcribe all of this. You have some, some of you got to write, you've got to actually type out what everybody says. So then you can figure out what parts you can use and put them in the article and whatnot. So right. somebody has to do that. That takes time. So, you know, between that and making a bunch of phone calls and trying to make some sales calls and trying to, trying to get, you know, travel plans done or trying to arrange interviews in, in Chicago and trying to arrange interviews with this and calling, you know, all of these different events and saying, Hey, we'd like to come in and, and stream live. I mean, we're right now we're in the, we're in the, uh, the beginning stages of conversations with a couple of different events to come in and stream from their events. Like we did with Worldcon and, and planet in 2017. So, there's a, there's a lot happening here. There's a lot of things happening. And I was talking to somebody yesterday, uh, a new recruit. She, I think she's going to become our new intern with that portfolio. Just you know, throw her in the deep end and see if she swims. <laughs> um, but I was telling her, you know, we we have, you know, I've got my I've got my brainstorming document, which is you know where I put everything that I was thinking of when we were first talking about bringing all of this back. And it's 30 pages long. 
I mean, it's yeah. it, it, there's a lot of stuff there. And you look at just the list of the ideas of shows that we could do. Mm-hmm. Now, right now we're doing six. I could easily, if we had the money, if we had the people, and we had the resources, we could easily be doing 30 shows. Yeah. At least 50 shows. You know, because we, we've got that we've got that many ideas and all of them are genre is, and all of them that are is unique. not the goal actually by the way no folks. no i don't want to be doing 50 we shows. are not going up to 50 shows okay no, no. unless you want to give us a lot of money in which case 50 shows see, no problem lots see, of money some of, those, shows, uh, some of those are videos some of those are podcasts those are right. ideas and you, some of them we've done before and we're thinking about bringing back in some way shape or form um, but some of them are brand new ideas. Some of yeah. them are, uh, some of them are scripted narrative, creative. Let's tell stories like you know, mm-hmm. sci- like sci-fi original films did. Right. Um, you know, I would, I would love to get into to publishing. I mean, we we've had some ideas where we do our own editions of classic science fiction literature, where you can download the book, or you can you know print on demand. You can order the book and. Here it is. Oh yeah, and, and we've been and we've we've talked a lot. You and I and and our friend Kendall and several other friends of ours. We've talked a lot about doing live, not live. Well, maybe live, but doing audio, you know, original audio programming in terms of like original horror, original science fiction. Because we right. we live in this this fantastic uh, city with a ton of talent. There are so many talented actors in this town right. who do great voice work. Or could do great voice work if, if they had the opportunity to do, you know, basically be, it'd be like, uh, you know, classic radio, uh, you know. Right. Yeah. Radio theater. It, that mm-hmm. would be, that would be a lot of fun to do. You'd love that. Um, the other thing is, you know, we, we've got, uh, we've got people that are uh, potential stringers for us. You know, we've got, uh, mm-hmm. we've got Laura and Jason who are in New York. Um, we need to find some people in L.A., uh, who can go to the big premiere screenings and the red carpet events and all that because a lot of that happens in New York and Los Angeles. Right. Um, so, you know, we need to have people there. And having having money, as as much as we do this for the love of doing it and, and we, we're, we're willing to put in the time, having the money to pay everybody to compensate them for the time would – would be ideal just simply because you know out of a out of a sense of fairness if nothing else uh wanting to to do that sort of thing but then of course when you get into these these new projects like like what we did with spectrum you know making sure that you've one that you've got enough people and two that you've got the right equipment to do it right rather than just make it up as you go because there are there are plenty of times and this is going to you know, I'm going to date myself here. There are plenty of times where, you know, the imposter syndrome comes in and I sit there and say, you know, we're, it's Andy Hardy in a barn and I'm like that's not how I want this to go. But uh okay. we do okay. For, for the folks who pay attention to Jason and my uh age references, Andy Hardy in a barn is from his parents' generation. Just so you don't think that he's that old. <laughs> Well, I feel that old. Because I am slightly, but slightly younger than he is. Slightly, yeah. Like a couple, few months. But um, neither one of us were alive <laughs> during the heyday of Andy Hardy in the barn. But he put on some really good shows in the barn, yes. right? Hey, kids, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to which, does that, wait, does that make you Judy Garland? Um, I, I don't have the legs for it. Uh, okay, all right. I guess that makes me. That makes I do many not many have those dance right. moves anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I tell you. So it's just it's it's one of those things where if if we had all of the wherewithal that we need, uh, well, that we would like to have. I'm not going to say we need right. anything else because we have, you know, we have enough. That we do what we do. I mean, every you know, we've got our computers and we've got our cameras and we've got our microphones and stuff. And a lot of that comes from doing other things. And we've just kind of consolidated all of our resources for this. But yeah, it would it would be nice to be able to do 
uh, more, better, faster, uh, but also to compensate everybody. That that's my biggest thing right now is is wanting to pay everyone and not just not just compensate them with a new T-shirt. You know? Right. No, I understand. But believe me. Anywho. Okay. Well, so I did want to, I, we we did not mention this earlier, and I think we really need to. Okay. Um, for those of you who are interested in checking out um, or or entering the Spectrum Art Competition, yes. um, SpectrumFantasticArt.com is their website, and, and there we'll are a link to that in our show notes, so everybody can go and and see. And there's a little bit of history about the uh, the Spectrum as a publication um there's little there's a blog there there's a news there they have some video information up there as well well they um, started in kansas city and then they moved out to san francisco for a couple of years and now they're back because uh arnie and kathy fenner uh decided they wanted to come home so they they came back here and, yeah arnie uh, and uh, arnie and kathy founded the founded spectrum in uh 93 i think 92 is when they founded it the first competition was 93 mm-hmm um, and then they've run Spectrum until what five years or five six years ago, and then now um, John Fleskies um, out of California is the guy who drew, who runs the. Um, and we, of course, Kathy and Arnie were presenters at mm-hmm. at the award ceremony. Yes, uh, and that, that's in the that's in the frozen video section of yeah. of our stream, if you can see him. But yeah, John uh, uh, Flesk Publications. Uh, does more than just the the spectrum book they have a lot mm. of art collection books and one of them that they had on the table out at planet was the art of mike mignola yeah some of you will recognize as the artist for hellboy and he's also drawn batman and and other and other comic book art and and um there was another artist who's in that book mancini is it mark mark Man, mark mancini mark mangini I, he was sitting. He was sitting right across the table, um, and I can't remember his name. But it's he's also in that book. But you know, we were we were talking on Sunday, and I thought, you know, this is uh, these these comic book conventions, these these events like Planet Comic Con or like Wizard World or some of some of those those places are really good fit for Spectrum because a lot of the artists that are published in the collections have either uh, they, they're either established names in the comic book industry or they're peripherally out there that you know some some really diehard comic book fans are going to recognize some of these names so i think it's a good fit and and mm-hmm. they seem to think that it went pretty well you know having that connection with planet so hopefully that will uh, that will continue to be a successful run for them and you know we're talking about doing it again next year and doing our doing doing the live stream, but uh, we'll use a different camera, I think, <laughs> or a different computer. If if we have a, a a bigger, beefier computer with a lot more memory, that might take care of the problem too. So I don't know. It's 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 six of one, a half dozen of the other at this point. Yeah, I mean, I, it's exciting. I for all the our technical issues. I really enjoyed seeing the show and you did not get to watch a lot of the show because you were trying to make everything work. I was fighting the machine. There's only, there's only so much space in front of the computer and there wasn't going to be anything else that I could do to help. So I actually got to watch the show yeah. and listen to Jason in the background going, curse you, <laughs> curse you. Um, or yeah, something that's like what that. I was saying. That's what he was saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I was, we were, we were backstage. So I was actually standing in the wings watching. I was probably, you know, in some cases, five feet, 10 feet, 20 feet from these folks. Um, and so I really had a great, I mean, fantastic place to watch some of these really, really talented artists get recognition for their work. Um, and, you know, we talked about the young lady who was so shell-shocked. Everybody who got an award or came up, and and a lot of the a lot of the, the the folks who were giving away the awards, they all had a very emotional story to tell about being in, in, involved in the community of artists. Mm-hmm. And we've talked, you and I have talked about this before. That one of the things that Kansas City has been really good for 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 what you and I have done in film is that there's a very rich community, which is often very cooperative in this town. Yes. Um, which is not something that you see in a lot of different places. Um, the spec, the artists in 
at the Spectrum Awards came from all over the world. Um, not not everyone. Not a, lot, a lot of the a lot of the overseas artists couldn't make it into Kansas City for the awards, but some did. And um, uh, there was there was a recurring theme of the evening is them talking about family and community and how they felt that um, they'd made real friendships just by being involved, uh, and that a lot of them really really appreciated the fact that Spectrums existed because it gave them a way to talk to people just like them, mm-hmm. um, and to sit there and. And, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, guess what? Neither do I. And, oh, look, we've made art anyway. Um, and so, yeah, it was it was a really, really, it's, we've been to award shows, and you've seen award, show, award shows all the time, but very rarely do I get the kind of sense that I got there, that these people all really kind of knew each other. Right. And they all kind of, I mean, it was it was very much, a community of people who knew and recognized and whether they knew them personally or not, they knew exactly what they were going through. It was really kind of cool. Right. Right. All right. Well, speaking of cool, uh, we're going to, we're going to head out right now and get ready for our, uh, our trip to star Wars celebration. (laughs) By the the way, um, just for those of you who don't know, next week we're going to Chicago for star Wars celebration. Hey Jason, where are you guys going next week? Because I, I I have to stay home. <laughs> yes, and and actually we need to we need to make a plan for that because um, uh, when when I was at C two E two, speaking of gremlins and fighting machines, we yeah, had okay. to uh, we had to to do some of that a couple of weeks ago too. So we're gonna we're gonna make some plans, some contingencies on that front as well. So okay. hopefully. Assuming that we have a strong enough Wi-Fi signal out there, because there are going to be hundreds of thousands of people descending on McCormick Place all at once. Right. This is going to be a madhouse. It's going to be a zoo. And, you know, they're going to be streaming from there. And everybody else is going to be, you know, texting and pictures and tweeting and social media and whatnot. So assuming that we have a decent enough signal... We will be broadcasting live from Star Wars Celebration. If that proves to be untenable, then we'll at least be recording and uploading as quickly as we can throughout the week. Right. Uh, because there's going to be a lot of stuff going on, and uh, we want to make sure that we get as much of it covered as possible. So we're not going to get to everything, but we're going to we're going to do our best. Um, and then, of course, there's the other thing what we can't talk about yet. Oh yeah. Which I have to go. I have to go prepare for for another piece of that later on this evening. So uh, that's going to do it for us. A reminder, real quick, that we are brought to you in part by superherostuff.com. Whenever you go to place your order, type in sci-fi for me ten at checkout, and you will get ten percent off your order. And that does work in combination with other special pricing, reuse pricing. And we are also working on some other deals like that with other vendors as part of the Indiegogo campaign that we're getting ready to put together. Speaking of other other revenue streams, uh, be looking for that. We're still figuring out all of the different perks uh, to put together for that. But we've got a, we got one perk on that on that front. That's really cool. Again, yeah. Can't oh, yeah. tell you yet, but yeah. soon, uh, soon, soon. Okay, that's going to do it for us tonight. Thanks very much for watching, folks. Tim Harvey, always a pleasure, guys. And uh, my name is Jason Hunt. Thanks very much for watching. Don't forget subscribe, uh, hit the bell so you get notifications. Uh, give us a thumbs up, share with your friends, inflict us on your enemies, and we will be back uh, next week sometime. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio, copyright 2019 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.